This is Chris Fetters of Dogman.com, and it's uh, Tuesday afternoon, and we're here in the basketball media workroom. Just got done with some football media, but uh, we're here, uh, and the guys are playing hoops out there too, so that's kind of interesting. But wanted to do a little bit of a special podcast today, just because there's some guys behind the scenes that are working that you don't hear too much from. Uh, they are interns. They aren't quite as uh, maybe outspoken or out there in front like Luke was, but uh, they've got time. So Kim always likes to do something called messing with the intern. This is my version of messing with the intern, which there really isn't any messing involved. It's more about just getting to know you a little bit. So guys, we've got Jack McCauley, George Johnson, both here at UW, studying. So first I want to go to George. Give us a little bit of an idea of what you're about, what you're doing here, what you're studying, and kind of the overall thing about uh, George at UW. All right, yeah, so... Um... My name is George Johnson, grew up in Spokane, Washington. Uh, my parents both went to UW, so huge dog fan growing up all the way. Um, and then I got here last year. This is my second year going into it right now. Um, I did running start, so I've, get, I've just got this year and the next year, and then I'm out of here. Uh, but, yeah, I study um, at the Foster School of Business, I'm studying accounting and information systems, I'm getting into the nitty-gritty of that stuff this year. Uh, but yeah, huge dog football and basketball fan um, in all sports in general and excited to be here at Dogman this year. Okay, and then we've got uh, Jack McCauley over here. Tell us a little bit about the same things, Jack. So I'm from Olympia, Washington. Unlike George, uh, well, my mom went to Central, but everyone else in my family went to Wazoo. So I'm the, only, I'm the only guy or I'm the only person from my family that I'm the only apple that didn't fall from the tree, I guess. I'm the good one. Um, so my family still, or my dad and like his brothers and cousins, you know, everyone went there, so they still hold that against me. But, um, you know, I went to the light side. I'm studying political science with the intent to go to law school, probably double majoring with that and communications. Um, and me and George know each other. We're in the same house right now, and that's how we know Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, so, or I guess we're like the upgrades of Luke um, yeah, right no. now. Oh, I like that. The upgrades <laughs> of Luke. Yeah. I mean, basically. Yeah. Um, he set the high, he set the bar high for you guys, so... I know. Yeah, I'm ready for it, man. Yeah. We're a two-man team. Okay. Well, that's, that's the thing. At some point here, it might take two guys to fill the job of Luke Munger. Uh, I mean, he has his own. He has Life of Luke Twitter account going that's on right, here. That's right. So <laughs> until there's a Life of George or a Life of Jack, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see. So, George, going back to you, the the baby. We're gonna call you the baby face business assassin. Oh yeah. Because you got what? You got two years. You don't even look like you. You barely graduated high school I right know, now. Man. Yeah. So, but tell me a little bit about just trying to grow up that and, facial just to, just yeah. to make it. Growing a small face, <laughs> just trying to keep the hair going. You know, maybe put a few extra years on me, but yeah. I could be pegged at 17, maybe. Well, tell, me, <laughs> but tell me a little bit about what it was like growing up in the Inland Empire as a, yes, as a yes. Washington guy. Oh, man. All through elementary school, middle school, high school. I was known as the Husky fan because everybody else is a Coug fan. Um, and it was a good life, honestly, because I'd get to wear my purple and gold. And then, uh, I, you know, I would come out on the, the victory side of most Apple Cups usually. So, yeah, it was it was fun, you know. It was definitely growing up in enemy territory, but... It was always fun going out with my family after Apple Cups or just after Husky game days and, uh, you know, repping the purple and gold, getting some weird stares downtown Spokane. Uh, it was a blast. So I loved the, the kind of enemy role that I got to fill. And then coming here to Seattle is always a blast because we're, it feels like we're at home and uh, we don't see too much of the crimson over here as much. Yeah, well, well first of all, I was going to say um, – you know, did, did you get a chance to come over to Seattle much when you were growing up? Yes. Yeah, so we, we tried to go to at least one game a season. I remember I was at the uh, 2013 Apple Cup, and I remember actually 
we were down 10-0 at halftime, and I was crying, and my dad was having to console me. We ended up coming back and taking care of business, but that was a fun memory. And then also I remember coming to the last uh, the last time we lost to Oregon. Uh, let me think. This would be the last of the 12th streak, and um, – yeah, that was a devastating loss as well. But, yeah, we would try to go to, to one game a season. So yeah. uh, definitely got to spend some time over here. And then obviously being in Spokane, though, but was it ever a consideration that you were going to go anywhere but Washington? I definitely had some other schools that I applied to as backups, but I knew Washington was by far by far and away number one. Uh, it was only Pac-12 school I applied to. Everything else was kind of, uh, um, you know, smaller schools. I didn't want to go to any enemy schools. So when I got into Washington, I knew – Instantly, I was gonna. I was gonna go to school here. Okay, and Jack, obviously, th- Thanksgivings must be fun for your, for you and your family. Oh yeah, um, getting together. I mean, as I just kind of more joke with them, um, just because they have nothing to shoot back at me. Um, that's mainly what it is. But um, I don't. I mean, during still like Thanksgiving, you know, it's all it's all good. And then the day after, they all get together and watch the Apple Cup. And then I no longer go and hang out with them to watch the Apple Cup, just because like it's kind of embarrassing for them. I mean, like I mean, low key though, because. I mean, like, you know, like, lately has just been starting out of the, the gates just, like, super hot, like, outscoring the Cougs, like, just astronomically in the first quarter. So it, I, I'm not going to be jumping up and down when there's, like, 40 other Cougs in the room. Um, <laughs> Why so, not? This is your chance. I, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm not really, like, more clap back kind unless someone okay. tries – unless some, or I'll, I'll like clap back at someone. I'm not really instigating the action, though. I, just, I mean, I just kind of, like, I don't know, the talks in the game itself. But, Silent but deadly. Yeah, it's really – it's just really awkward. It's, it's worse. It's kind of it's it's pretty awkward though. Um, Please tell me you're at least grinning a little bit. Oh oh yeah, of course. You know, I just kind of like turn around, like get the crowd, a, you know, just give them a stare. Um, but no, it's fine. Um, I mean, there's no hard feelings, obviously. But and and how about for you in Washington? Was there ever a consideration of you going somewhere else? I mean, you have to. I mean, with UW, you know, you have to apply to other schools because yeah. it's it's pretty difficult to get into. Um, so I applied to, like, you know, Gonzaga. I mean, that was the only rival school I really applied to in a couple other smaller schools. But I I was, I was, got into Gonzaga, so I wanted to – I was going to go there if I didn't get into UW, but, like, right when I got in, you know, just kind of took off running. Right. But I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So now uh, football, basketball. Now I know you, Ole Hooper, Jack. (laughs) So you you must be a bigger basketball fan than football fan. I mean, it's almost what it's like what in season, you know? So... Basketball. I mean, I, I played basketball as a kid. Played in high school some, um, and then that was that was like my freshman year email. Um, <laughs> says, so everyone out there now knows my email. Um, uh, no, not quite, but uh, close enough. Close enough. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of whatever's in season. You know, I'm just kind of like that huge. I just, I just love everything about UW, like sports wise. But um, you know, football there's just more tradition, so you kind of follow that more. But basketball, you know, quicker play, you're closer to the action. Yeah. Um, those are like the two main differences, but I mean, yeah. both sports have a deep love for. So, George, favorite sport? Do you have a favorite sport? Um, favorite sport to watch is by far football. Basketball is, you know, second. Uh, and uh, kind of a curveball, I, I played tennis all, okay. all through high school. And so I actually really enjoy watching professional tennis 
with uh, my brothers. And then this last last year, I got to go out to a couple of UW tennis matches. That was really, really exciting to watch. See the guys up close; they're amazing. Big, obviously, big Federer guy. Huge Federer guy. Not a big Djokovic guy. I don't. I don't like Djokovic at all. I feel <laughs> Nadal. I love, I love Nadal. Love Nadal and Federer. Nadal just got his U.S. Open win. Happy about that. But. Yeah, so tennis is another sport I really love to watch. So, guys, obviously you've gotten a chance to see these first few games. We've gotten a chance to maybe get you on the podcast post-game, you know, I think maybe once each, if I remember right. I've, done, I've done two. I two, think, yeah. yeah. But overall, kind of starting with George, what, what do you think uh, are kind of your takeaways so far? It's fun, man. It's, it's really cool to be kind of behind the scenes uh, watching from views, you know, I've never seen before and then just getting to break it down with – Three guys who know a lot about football, probably more than I do, but it's it's a lot of fun and it's been a great experience so far. A little intimidating uh, coming into some of these media days and talking to the players and with people who have done it for you know decades, but it's it's a blast. I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season. And Jack, what about you? Yeah, I mean it's a really neat perspective. Um, you know, sitting in the press, like sitting in press row because you know the dog pack, you kind of have like that 40 yard view of, and then after that, you know, you don't really see. You know, if there's a 15-yard run, it could look like five. It could look like 20. So you never really know. So, you know, up there, you really get, like, that bird's-eye view, which I really like. You can uh, analyze the game a lot better. Yeah, yeah, it's just a really neat experience, you know, um, being able to go talk to players, you know, talk to them about upcoming road games. Because you'll listen to interviews, but it's, like, it's it's a whole different ballgame when you go and actually talk to them. A lot more intimidating just because, like, I mean – you know, like Chris said to me before, it's kind of like riding a bike. You know, you're on the training wheels at first. But slowly they fall off. Um, yeah, but, no, it's a great experience. I was going to say, too, have you guys had a, uh, a moment yet where you're like, wait a second, I've got a class with you yeah. when you're talking to one of the players. Yeah. Have you ever had one of those moments yet? Yeah. yeah, just today, actually, we just got done with a defensive kind of media day, and I was just sitting there listening to these guys, and I'm just like, wow, these guys are going to go to class on Wednesday, you know, or whenever class starts. And, yeah, it's definitely just surreal just thinking about these guys are in kind of a similar position as we are. Yeah, what about you, Jack? Have you ever had kind of one of those moments yet? Yeah, I mean, I think that was more in uh, uh, fall camp, you know, seeing him out. Like, because I, I had a poli-sci class with Julius Boilo, and, like, <laughs> and he sat by me a couple times. And, I like, my gosh, that guy is just he, – he's gigantic. So, so seeing him on the field, you're like, he does not look as big as – you know, and then it just makes you feel like a shrimp. Um, so, but, uh, no, it's, it's, it's kind of weird that you're, you're living, like, a similar lifestyle as they are. It's just, like – it's just you're just going on different different yeah. tracks, I guess. Yeah. I was gonna say, are you guys ready to, to, to get pointed out in school too? Because you're gonna oh, get yeah. on these podcasts. Oh yeah, Once your voices, Twitter, are, your names yeah. are out there now. Once we get the Twitter accounts running, that's when the, the people are gonna flock to us. I think <laughs> just like they do to Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, guys, I'm gonna wrap this up. But what do you think of the team so far? I mean, you've gotten a chance to see kind of a little behind the scenes. Obviously, you got a chance to talk to the players and coaches. What are your thoughts so far through three games and, you know, first game on the road this Saturday? Yeah. Uh, personally, I, I just absolutely love watching Jacob Eason go to work out there. Uh, I think he has exceeded my expectations. You know, I thought he was going to be really good, but I think he's just he's going to keep getting better and better, uh, and that's great to watch. And personally, uh, from what I've seen so far, I am a little just concerned about the defense, and that could just be from being spoiled the last three or four years. Um, and I think they're, you know, they'll they'll get better as well. Um, they, you know, they got young guys out there, new team. So, yeah, yeah I'm, uh, overall, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic right now. Jack, what do you think? Yeah, um, I'm 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 personally, I always lean on the more optimi- optimistic side, just because I trust the coaching we have. I trust Jimmy Lake. I trust Chris Peterson. Uh, we have a veteran offensive line. Uh, 
great quarterback. But then, you know, like George, I mean, we were spoiled the last three years with great defensive backs with Jordan Miller, uh, Byron Murphy, Buda Baker, all, you know, all them. And then, you know, that Cal game was kind of a wake-up call. Yeah. Um, seeing a couple of the younger guys get picked on a little bit. But uh, I think that that is going to be able – you know, that's a great learning point. That's where some of the older guys can step up, use their leadership. And I think this BYU game is going to be a real test for them um, because, you know, the Cal game, you know, that, that's just a weird situation. You don't really know what's going on. Um, in the locker room, on the sidelines, um, especially with that big delay. It's a huge advantage to Cal. So I think this BYU game is going to really set the tone of how the season's going to look. But going into this game, I feel really optimistic just because I think we got a great schedule ahead of us. I think we got a lot of veterans on this team um, and a lot of great talent. So I think I, I feel optimistic on the whole about the season. Well, fantastic. We're going to work on the life of George and life of Jack. All right. Twitter handles, but in the meantime, here. right? But in the meantime, <laughs> he's, got, more, he's got more of a life. <laughs> yeah. okay. My, he's been Minecrafting a lot lately, so oh, man, that was last year, freshman year. I was bored, you know. <laughs> so in the meantime, though, let people know how they can find you with your normal Twitter accounts. Yeah, find me at George X Johnson underscore. Kind of an old username, but it, it works, you know. So at George X Johnson underscore, uh, and I'm uh, at Jack McCauley. Underscore and Macaulay's M C C A U L E Y. Um, I changed it up from Jack Macaulay fourteen the other day. So <laughs> really, you got a brand new one? Or I mean, I I don't have a new Twitter. You know, you're just able to change the. Uh, oh okay. So I I did that. I mean, it just the Twitter just gave me fourteen. I didn't really know how to change it up. So and everyone's like, "What's the fourteen mean?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, big fourteen guy." That was my number in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't my number, so I'm like, I can't really use it. Your number was three, wasn't it? Yeah. So anyways, guys, a little scavenger hunt for you. <laughs> there you go. I really appreciate you guys sticking around a little bit and giving people a little bit of a taste of what it's like to be an intern for us and giving, giving us a little bit of a taste of what your lives are like as well because I think it's kind of interesting with, you know, George being in Spokane and Jack being in Olympia with surrounded by Cougar fans <laughs> growing up. I think these are interesting right. things that people would, would love to know about you guys All and right. I appreciate you sticking around. So, for George Johnson, Jack McCauley, this is Chris Fetters of Dogman.com. Go dogs.